0: That was a beautiful video. I invite you to all join me in prayer. God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each of our hearts be pleasing to you, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Happy New Year, everyone! Happy New Year! That's where you participate. It's great. It's really cold. We all need to warm up a little bit. Today is a day recognized in the Christian church as Epiphany Sunday. It is when we remember the wise men's visit to the Holy Family. Now, the story of the wise men is only included in Matthew's Gospel. And as we read along in just a few moments, you will notice that it never says that there were only three wise men. That's just kind of the number that is traditionally associated with the wise men based on the number of gifts that they bring. We also don't get the wise men's names or where exactly they're even from. Honestly, we don't really know much about the wise men at all. And still, we have an entire Sunday dedicated to their story dedicated to remembering them and the gifts they brought to the Christ child. Hear now these words from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, the visit of the wise men. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, For so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men, and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then Herod sent the wise men to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Just a few years ago, I was introduced to the idea of using what are called, I wonder statements. I wonder." In a professional setting, that would look like instead of saying to your peers that you disagree with them or that you don't really understand what they're presenting, you would begin your critique instead with, I wonder. For a practical example, say instead of saying, I don't really think we have room for that in the budget, you instead would say, I wonder how that might impact our current budget, or I wonder if there's an option that may work within our current budget. Using I wonder statements are for sure a more polite way of speaking, but they also invite people on a journey to wonder together. Uh, Let's tackle this together kind of attitude, even with something as mundane as a budget. The practice of using I wonder statements originated from teachers working with students. Teachers found that when they invited students to speculate by using an I wonder statement, instead of automatically correcting them, that the student was better able to understand the issue they were facing and eventually correct the problem on their own. By encouraging wonder, we encourage growth. As we read this story of the wise men, I can't help but wonder about it all. I wonder what compelled these men to leave their homes and follow a star. I wonder if they had their own suspicions about Herod's true intent and if they were fearful while meeting with him. And then later, while avoiding him on their way back home. I wonder what Mary and Joseph must have thought when these men arrived at their home offering gifts for their child. And I wonder a lot about that star. How big was it? How unusual did it really look in the sky? And if it was such an anomaly, Surely others must have followed it, too, right? Why are the wise men the only ones who seem curious enough to follow where it leads? One of my favorite things about using I wonder statements is that they don't always give clear-cut answers. That's kind of the point. Instead, they open our mind to the endless possibilities of answers and they often bring up more questions than we even began with. When we start to wonder about these things about the wise men and their story, we invite the Holy Spirit to work. We acknowledge the wonder and the mystery of God already present in this story. Ultimately, wonder is what drives the wise men in the first place. Matthew tells us only that the men came from the East. Based on this information, like Meredith says in children's time, it is fair to assume that these men are not of the Jewish faith. They don't practice the faith of Abraham. And still, this sense of wonder over a star in the sky Moves them to go, to follow it. Their wonder moves them into action. It compels them to seek out whatever message it is this star may hold. God uses these men of another culture, probably even of another faith or of no faith, and demonstrates the far reaching power of why Jesus was born in the first place. Jesus was born for all people. Not only those of his faith. Not only those who were healed or ministered or who knew him firsthand. Jesus was born for all. I wonder about a love like that. I wonder how I can live in to that type of love here on earth. After the men leave King Herod, they follow the star just a little further, and then all of a sudden the star stops. Verse 10 says this, When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. The wise men haven't even seen Jesus. They haven't even seen the full picture of where the star has taken them. Yet it's here that they're overwhelmed with joy. Before they even see Jesus with their own eyes, before they offer these gifts, God meets them outside of the doors, and they are overwhelmed with joy. As humans, we aren't always going to have the full picture either. We aren't always going to have all of the answers. By living our lives in wonder, we will often end up with more questions than we began with. And still, even when we can't see the full picture, joy abounds. That is part of the beauty of this whole faith thing. We don't have to have all of the answers to know that we are truly loved by our Creator. We don't have to do all of the right things to receive the grace that is offered to us. Instead, it's given to us right here and now, even when we can't see the entire picture quite yet. The wise men brought gifts to Jesus, gifts that are said by many scholars to have very significant meaning and to represent important things. And still, I can't help but wonder if perhaps God uses the wise men in a way that is bigger than the gifts that they bring. I wonder if God uses the wise men, people of another culture and of other beliefs, to demonstrate to us what faith looks like. Throughout scripture, God has this unique way of using all types of people for God's work in the world. I believe even today, God still has this unique way of using all types of people for God's work in the world. As we embark on a new year together, let us remember this visit of the wise men. Let us continue to celebrate the birth of Jesus and let us be moved by wonder and to experience the overwhelming joy that those wise men felt. The wise men's story is one of hope, and wonder, and amazement, and joy. And still, if we continue reading, the wise Wiseman's story gives way to a search by King Herod, only a few verses later, that takes the lives of many. This is our reality. This is our life. Even in our joy, even in that overwhelming joy, there will still be days of despair. Even in this hope of a new year, we'll still face trials. Our calling as Christians, as believers, as followers of the star, is to find the wonder in every moment and to cling to the overwhelming joy that God offers us through Christ we will have hard times, we will have questions, we will have doubt. There will be days where we cannot see the full picture. But we know that our sense of wonder ties us to our Creator and reminds us that we each have our own role to play in bringing Christ's joy to others here. God is with us. We are not alone. May joy abound. Amen.